Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hello there and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us and a hearty happy birthday to my partner, Bob Casper, turned the big 6-0 this week. Uh, sure, uh, sure good to see you, buddy, and uh, happy birthday, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, welcome to the 60s. All I can say is I expect that you will shoot your age with regularity. Soon. Soon? <laughs> I don't know how soon. But soon. Sooner than you will. Well, yes, that is probably true. The best I have seen Bob play closest to his age was a a 62. Was that what it was? Yes. 62 that day? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty impressive. I've Twice. Twice I've seen Bob shoot 62. Um, that's pretty impressive stuff. But happy birthday, pal. Good to have you. And uh, we'll look forward to this uh, fun year in your 60s. Hopefully, hopefully your 61 will be better than your 60 because we'll be out of 2020 and all the stuff that we're dealing with uh, for sure. But anyway, glad you're healthy and, and doing well. we got a great show for you this week. It's Jack's Memorial Tournament. It's week number two at Mirfield Village, but a completely different golf course and a little different field. 89 players holding over and competing for a second week in a row there. In Ohio, we're going to welcome in our good friend, veteran golf journalist uh, Jeff Babineau will stop by here in hour number one on the back nine, America's favorite caddy, as well as Ryan Ballingy from GolfNewsNet.com. Some of our favorite regular guests joining us for some extended golf discussion. Tiger Woods also making his return this week. 151 days between events. That is his longest drought within a season that Tiger has ever had, and he came back in the first round, shot one under par, kind of scrambled a little bit at times, looked very solid, very controlled, rusty. and then there was the rust. Yep. So, I, you know, um, I, I like the way he drove the ball off the tee, that he drove a lot of fairways, uh, drove it in a lot of fairways. His iron play was decent. Um, he, he putted decent, but not great. Yeah, just just showing that he hasn't had a lot of competition under his belt in the last five months. What was surprising to me, Brandel Chambly, after that first round, bringing up the stat that Tiger Woods is essentially 214th, I think, on the PGA Tour in strokes gained putting. 
Mm. I mean, that's nearly dead last uh, yes. for Tiger uh, this year. Yep. So uh, not not exactly his normal, trusty, reliable putting. But again, if it came down to it with a putt to win anything, I'd put my money on Tiger Woods. So we'll see how he finishes the weekend at the Memorial. And uh, we'll talk more about that and the fanless experience and how different that is for Tiger Woods. All that next as we continue. Just getting started. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. But what do you do with your rod? Break it down? Hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded ready to fish find your river quiver at riversmith.com to be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting callaway can't stop pushing the limits that's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new maverick irons ai has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set while each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch new distance is out there it takes a maverick to find it get new distance at callawaygolf.com callaway the number one irons in golf how did we create our most advanced tour ball ever we invested and built one of the most advanced golf ball facilities in the world inside and out We've re-engineered every aspect of ChromeSoft to create our fastest, highest quality, and most consistent tour ball ever. A new era of innovation has built a ball for total performance. The new ChromeSoft. This ball changes everything. From the brand that sells over 2 million backpacks per year, OGO's new Fuse Stand Bag will have you feeling as fresh on the 17th hole as you did on the 2nd. Integrating industry-leading strap technology, OGO's Fuse Stand Bag is the perfect companion for the walking golfer. With wide and dense padding and the self-leveling fit disc technology, the Fuse delivers unparalleled walkability. This season, make sure your stand bag is as light as Fuse. Learn more about the best bags in golf at OGO.com golf. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you in part by Callaway and the new Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X 2020 golf balls. You can find it on the 
a golf digest hot list, a gold star and uh gold rating five out of five. This new Chrome soft is the modern tour ball and Callaway has re-engineered every aspect of the design to deliver maximum distance for the elite player. Check it out at uh, CallawayGolf.com. I did get an opportunity to play uh, the 2020 Chrome soft X and mm-hmm. let me just say it's really good. Like really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm very, very pleased got a great feel i just i've played i've been running low on golf balls i'll be honest mm-hmm. i mean there's been a shortage out there right and yeah. uh, so i've been playing a few balls that i've gathered here and there and things that i've had from tournaments and so i've played other brands just kind of hitting them around putting with them and different things there is a feel to the chrome soft and chrome soft x golf ball that i just it just it suits me it feels right to me off the club face off the putter off the wedges i just love the way it feels and performs and uh highly recommend if you haven't tried it check out the new chrome soft and chrome soft x 2020 golf balls from callaway all right bob <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about uh before we get into this week's stuff how about last week you know three weeks ago colin morikawa quietly missed a short putt on the first playoff hole to lose at hogan's colonial to daniel berger mm-hmm. in the first uh return back to to pga tour play yeah, uh, this last week at Jack's Muirfield Village, he holed a par putt in silence on the third playoff hole to defeat 54-hole leader Justin Thomas in the Workday Charity Open. I mean, Colin from Cal can play, Bob. He is he is a, he is a player. Yes, he is a player. Uh, what, 24 or 25 starts on the PGA Tour and only missed one cut, and he's got two wins. Um, one which is uh, uh, an opposite field event, and now he gets a full full field event and win and you know he's that the guy can flat golf his ball he's a beautiful iron player he can make some putts and uh he understands what's going on with his game you mentioned the two wins and one cut morikawa becoming the first player since tiger woods to pick up his second pga tour win before his second missed cut so anytime you start putting comparisons or find yourself in a conversation that includes tiger woods you're doing something right well, and and yeah, I think I think the comparison shouldn't be with Tiger Woods. I mean, although he did what Tiger has done, so uh, of course that's what people are going to jump to. I think the comparison for Morikawa would be more like a Jordan Spieth um, and what Jordan was able to accomplish early on in his career, um, winning at John Deere, um, getting right into the Open Championship. And, and getting his way out on the PGA Tour. So I, I would I would consider him more like a Jordan Spieth type of guy. Well, speaking of uh, Jordan Spieth comparisons, uh, Victor Hovland in his rookie year finished third. He was looking for his second career win, and that would have been the, uh, the quickest to jump out to that yep. as a rookie since Jordan uh, was a rookie out there on the PGA Tour. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of comparisons with these young guys. I, I can't help but think, Bob, when you, you think about the, the would-be roars – that were out there. I mean, what a final round, by the way. Haymakers everywhere, right? I mean, yep. you know, Morikawa goes out there and goes four under through the first five holes and erases JT's three-shot lead, and then JT battles back, and he leads by three with three to play and made a couple of mistakes, opened the door, and here comes Morikawa squaring it up, forcing that playoff. And then that 50-foot bomb by Justin on the first playoff hole, and and Morikawa, again, silence. Morikawa comes back and pours in a 24-footer, and, and on they go. And then it was you know two holes later that, 
that Morikawa gets the win. And, you know, again, as I mentioned just a minute ago, he lost to Daniel Berger just a few weeks ago in a, in a sort of unceremoniously quiet way in a playoff. And, and now he's the winner in an unceremoniously quiet way. And I loved his, his, uh, victory pose, by the way, holding up, looking at the trophy, sipping down a, uh, a, one of Muirfield Village's famous milkshakes. Uh, really, really classic California, uh, move there by Colin Morikawa. Love it. Um, I can't help but think, Bob, going back to that first playoff hole, and I do not, and I, I, I am very strongly saying this, but I, I do not want to cheapen anything Colin Morikawa did because I Correct. am super impressed. But I can't help but wonder, what might have that been like with a full gallery and JT, as popular as he is, top of his game, rolls that 50-plus footer in, and the place goes bananas. Is it a it different story for Colin Morikawa? It would have gone, you know, that that whole place would have gone berserk. Um, it would have taken at least eight to ten minutes for everything to settle down after making that putt. I mean, it would it would be crazy. And by the time he's he's walking around, he's surveying the his putt and what he needed to do to make it. It it would have been a totally different story because of all the all the tension, all the pressure, everything that goes along with it to be able to make that, you know, he didn't have that much pressure on him when he lost a few weeks ago at colonial, um, for a guy to win his first event on tour, it's, it's a huge milestone, but then to back it up and, mm. and win a second event that takes a little bit more, that takes a little bit more of, of, of those feelings in your gut and that kind of thing to be able to, um, to get past those. It, he learned something from colonial that definitely helped him beat Justin Thomas last week. Yeah, I, th- I can't, you know, there's a lot of examples where, you know, the the energy has been from the crowd to favor the more popular or the star mm-hmm. player, right? Yeah. And, and I think you go back to Arnie's Army. You know, your dad had to deal with that back in his right. career, right? I don't think there was a Billy's Army. I don't remember there nope. being a, a, you know, that type of uh, support. In fact, I, I remember the stories being that there, Arnie's army and the majority of the people were upset with your dad for beating Arnold Palmer at the U.S. Open yep. at Olympic. So that he had to play through that, and and there was a a distinct advantage for for Palmer uh, in in that very setting, in the heat of the moment, if you will, having all that momentum. So I guess I found it a little surprising that Tiger comes out and after his first round, you know, says, yeah, it's different, but this is what we have to deal with. And I think Tiger's always pretty political and he doesn't ever want to reveal too much, but he basically said that it wasn't really any different, that he doesn't find any more energy from the crowd or any less energy because there isn't a crowd. I see. I, I don't know if I buy that. I don't, I don't buy that. How many times have we seen the big, huge fifth fist pump? Um, you know, Tiger, you know, when he makes a putt or when he hits a great shot, you know, and he twirls the twirls, the club when it sits down close to the hole and everybody erupts or whatever, that's all stuff that he feeds off of, um, which he doesn't, which, which isn't there now, you know, his normal, his norms are being flagged by lots of media people, lots of guys with cameras, um, as he's playing, especially in a final group or in a major championship, and uh, and all that commotion that goes on around it helps him to kind of dial in and figure it out better. Uh, when there's nothing there, it's it's just to him. It's probably just like playing another day at um, at his home course, Al- Alworth or wherever he plays at. Medalist. Um, 
pardon the medalist yeah yeah the medalist um that's that's the things that uh that are totally different right now and that are going to be this way um through the remainder of this season plus the first event which is the Safeway next year mm. 89 players holding over from last week it's not the same golf course that's for sure but the field is loaded the top five in the world and 43 of the top 50 in the world ranking that's a record uh so yeah. just a dynamic field Again, a three-year exemption for the winner this week as it's an elevated tournament, this uh, Jack's Memorial. Fifteen past champions, including five-time winner Tiger Woods, as we've just been talking about, making his first start since February. 151 days between competition, his biggest drought um, in his career in season. Uh, Tiger slipped to number 14 in the world. But get this, Bob. He's looking for his 200th top 10 finish on tour wow. and or a record 83rd win. Uh, which, of course, a top 10, uh, you know, would include a top 10 there. So, uh, some stuff to look out for Tiger. A lot of, a lot of history chasing every time he tees it up. Colin Morikawa, he's going for a two for Patrick Cantley, the defending champ. And by the way, only Tiger Woods has, uh, won back to back a memorial and Tiger did a three in a row from 99 to 01. So, uh, Tony Finau jumps out to that first, uh, round lead and he and John Rahm early in the week teamed up for that, uh, children's charity uh, event that they, uh, bested. Uh, who was it? Uh, Ian Poulter and Graham McDowell. Yes, so that's correct. Yeah, they they took home the money. So uh, anyway, there's a little bit of the preview. Uh, when we come back, uh, Jeff Babineau is going to join us, and, and then I want to talk some more also about the the difference between the way the golf course was set up a week ago and the way that it's set up this week. And being in July in the heat, boy, they can turn that thing in a hurry. It can dry it up, yep. firm it up real, real quick. So uh, we're just getting started. Jeff Babadon joins us next. We'll ask him about some of these things and uh, playing without fans and the momentum. And is this maybe the most level playing field that tour players will maybe ever face due to the lack of fans and star power uh, bias? I don't know. It's interesting. We'll talk about it. Jeff Babadon joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools? They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. 
This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Tee it up at Uinta Golf and find your right fit. At Uinta Golf, they take customer service to a whole new level. Not only do they fit for clubs, they take pride in servicing customers throughout the entire store. They'll help you find the right shoes, bags, gloves, balls, apparel, and more. You'll find name brand equipment at guaranteed lowest prices every day. So buy it, try it. They know you'll like it because Uinta Golf helped you find the right equipment. Visit Uinta Golf and get custom fit today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio, and we appreciate you taking some time to join us. Pleased to welcome in our next guest is a veteran golf writer and a good friend of ours. You've heard him plenty of times on the show, and uh, we love having him aboard from Orlando, Florida. Jeff Babineau joining us right now on Real Golf Radio. How about that for an introduction? How about it? That guy, guys, what's going on? I, I probably did you a disservice. I, or do you go ahead and claim Orlando now? Would you rather be introduced from from Boston, from New England? I mean, what? I don't know. Royal what? Dornick. Yeah, okay. I'm like the, uh, all those guys who used to sign with IMG and they got announced on the first tee as being from Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I never knew that. Tiger Woods from Cleveland and Greg Norman from Cleveland. That but sounds about right. Last name of Babineau. Yeah, it's got to be from France. I'm actually French Canadian. There you go. I was going to guess French that. Canadian. I was oh, going to yeah, guess that. Yeah, yeah. A little French Canadian, a little hockey blood in me. Yeah, that's clear. <laughs> if you follow you on social media, we know there's a little hockey blood there. So, <laughs> how you been, by the way? We're doing good. You know, we're doing good. I'm, you know, just muddling through and watching some golf and doing a few odds and ends, writing a few stories here and there. So it's, it's been good. Nice. Nice. Happy your dog's doing well. My dog's doing great. He's <laughs> a big uh, neighborhood hero. He's getting back <laughs> into the thick of it. And uh, I, we had friends today that our dog was missing for 20 days, right? We had friends who found a cat and they turned him in today that, you know, they have a chip in him, and uh, he'd been lost for six months. So Whoa. Oh. made our, made our guy sound like he was just gone for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> just well, on cat, vacation. Cats have nine lives. Dogs, I don't think they they do. So, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. ours does. <laughs> there you go. All right, <laughs> let, let's go to the golf a bit. We, we're, we're back to back in Ohio. Um, first of all, we, we talked about this. Bob was, was right on that this golf course, you know, I had mentioned, look, give these pros two weeks at a golf course and let's, we might see something special. Um, and Bob was quick to point out, look, this is, they're going to play completely different. And it's true. You saw a much softer Muirfield village than what we've seen so far at the Memorial tournament, playing very much how Jack would like to see it play. So, uh, while the same location, not exactly the same test that is being thrown at these players this week, huh? Yeah, it was hard. You, you definitely last week, the greens were slower. You could short side yourself and get away with it. Uh, you can't today. I mean, watching that today, you know, some guys came in late, like Tony Fino and Ryan Palmer and Gary Woodland. They came in late with some good scores. But for a good part of the day, you know, it was like three under was on top of that board, and it kind of felt like a U.S. Open. So there were spots guys can score out there. But, you know, they're, they're playing the – they're kind of playing the same routing they did last week. But it's a – I think it's a different golf course. Yeah, Jack even said that what they were going to do is change the golf course. They were going to speed up the greens another two feet. Um, that's, that's huge. But then you look at the, you look at the fairways and how the ball's hitting in the fairway and running out. And a lot of those fairways have the slopes to them and that kind of thing. So the ball can get into that first cut and into the rough pretty quickly. Yeah. And that rough looks pretty dicey. You know, it's pretty gnarly. Uh, and then they had 30 on our wins today too going. So, uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was fun to watch, you know, because it's another fantastic field. I mean, as, as golf fans, right, as the, what the product we're seeing week to week, we're seeing a lot of top players playing a lot, which is fun. You know, and Tiger being back out there, there's a lot of curiosity there. You had Bryson going again, hitting his bombs. So I, I tell you what, if you're watching this stuff, there's no shortage of storylines. Hey, Phil Mickelson's trademarking bombs. You can't say that about Bryson. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, he's hitting Kraken. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jeff Babino joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So I want to – there's a lot of storylines here. The one interesting thing that, that I keep to thinking about that we're discussing, you know, last week Justin Thomas drops in a bomb on that first playoff hole, 50-footer. And, you know, it's, he's, he does it, let's go, you know, and, and that's about the extent of it, right? And, and then Morikawa, to his credit, drops a 24-footer right on top of him. They go th- two more holes, and, and uh, Morikawa emerges as the champ after losing the initial one in a playoff to, uh, to uh, Daniel Berger. And so it just it, – it's so unceremonious, it seems – in these big moments, there's a lot of would-be roars that are not happening. And I can't help but think, is the is the playing field more level today than it ever has been, maybe in PGA Tour history? Would Arnold Palmer been have been as formidable without Arnie's army? Would Tiger all these years have been as intimidating were it not for the massive galleries that followed him around? And and I think about Spieth holding out of the bunker at the Travelers and the big chest bump with Michael Greller and all the scene that just went crazy and Daniel Berger just gave it a thumbs up and had to try to compose himself and he missed the putt and lost. I I guess my long way of setting this up, not to take anything away from Morikawa, that, 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 I'm not trying to cheapen it at all. I just, do you think he is able to compose himself if everyone's going crazy for a guy that's got 12 wins in JT and, uh, you know, the, after he just drops that big bomb and everyone trying to settle down? Can, is it the same? Is it the same scenario? I it just, I don't know. Do you, do you understand what I'm kind of getting at? No, I. Yeah, I got you. I mean, it's definitely a, it's a different stage, right? I mean, it's uh, 
a guy pouring in a putt like that, you think of the crowd. Nicholas, Jack Nicholas was talking about seeing a photo from last year's tournament, looking down 18 Memorial Week, and just seeing 20 to 25,000 fans just hacking the play, you know, 10 deep all the way down from the tee, and then the green is packed. And so you think of the electricity that would have taken place there if Justin Thomas makes his, what is it, 54 feet or uh-huh. whatever it was. That place would have gone nuts. And it would have taken a while to settle down to let Colin Morikawa putt. Now, and if you think of Colin Morikawa, I mean, he's a year removed from playing college events that would be in front of crowds like he's playing in front of now, 30, 40 right. people. So, so probably, yeah, it's probably more in his comfort level not having that crowd to settle down. Uh, but, I mean, he got up and buried the putt. I mean, in the end, doesn't matter if there's one person there, 20,000, you got to get up and, and knock that putt in, and he did. So, But, but definitely, I, and the first thing I thought about, like you said, was travelers. I mean, you think about uh, 72nd hole scenarios when someone made something incredible and then there was an answer, like, you know, Tiger and Bob May, or mm. a couple of years ago, Riviera was Keegan and Phil and, Bill Haas, when they were all just topping, you know, knocking putts in on the last hole and great example and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah it, was, it was just a really, it was an awesome setting. I mean, right, the golf was great, and you were like, oh great, we're gonna get, we're gonna get more of it. Let's go. You know, the thing, the thing that Brian and both of you have have, have talked about is that you know after JT makes that putt, like you said, it's gonna take a while for everybody to settle down. It's gonna be ten minutes probably that he's going to have to think about that putt and look at that putt and get ready to stroke it. And, you know, if he, if he, if he makes that, which he did, um, all the more power to him. But I think with, with all those people who have been a lot tougher than just doing it the way it was. Hang on one second. Let me interrupt that comment. Uh, Jose Maria Olathobel is on the line. He'd like to discuss the 99 <laughs> rider. <cup. laughs> so, do, yeah. so is Bernhard Longer, yeah. and he'd like to discuss the putt that he missed in the yes. Ryder Cup. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, you know, I, I was green. So I was green side. That's how old I am. I was green side at Brookline in, that year on 17. And when the place went nuts and all these players jumped, I totally forgot Olathabla had a putt too. Yeah, and uh, you just forgot. You just got totally lost in that moment. Uh, and yeah, they settled down. He made a pretty good run at it, if I remember. And uh, but yeah, you're right. That's that's you know, hey, the crowds are, are a big part of what we're used to watching. So having these guys play without the crowds is just one more little different thing we're trying to get used to. Which is, to me, is the exact reason why you postpone the Ryder Cup. Because what we saw in that playoff, the would-be roars, the difference... With yep. in silence versus what we've experienced, I you know it's not the Ryder Cup. Go back to Hazeltine. You know uh, that's literally oh, you, you mentioned Bob May. That's a great example. But Hazeltine, and it wasn't the seventy second hole. But for Rory to throw that one in from you know the next county and and do the <laughs> I can't hear you, and then for Patrick Reed to follow it off with a shush and with all of that going on. I mean that I can't think of a more exciting. Like 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 goosebump, crazy college football atmosphere scene than that one hole right there, and you just you're not going to get that without fans. I got goosebumps right now. You think <laughs> about that, and and you know it's funny because you you talk about like Tiger today downplaying, the, you know whether or not he's getting energy with no people versus having a packed house. Uh, so to rewind to that example you used, Rory and Patrick Reed, if you remember when they left that eighth green. The golf wasn't very good from that point on. It didn't stay to that level mm. we'd seen the first eight holes. 
And Rory afterward walking out said, I would, he just admitted, he goes, man, I was spent because I left, I went to that ninth tee and those guys were just drained. So, you know, they had to kind of hold on for the last 10 holes. And, and that tells you the effect of the, the moment and the adrenaline and the crowds and, and what they, you know, what they mean to it all, what they play into. Mm. Yeah, well, I think that's a really good example. Yeah, what you know, your thoughts on Tiger? Obviously, uh, yeah. as we're talking, we've seen one round from him, but boy, the swing looks good. A little bit inconsistencies on a few shots, but swing looks good. And uh, and then you know, your comment on him, and then uh, yeah, the idea that that he doesn't feel it's different, but he doesn't feel that or says he doesn't feel any difference without the fans there. I which I you know, look, that's it's long been a huge advantage for him, no doubt. Yeah, he and he's used it to his advantage, and um, and it's you know there's distractions, but but he's used to it. So who's you know if you get paired with Tiger on Sunday of a major, and the the crowds are crazy, and there's eighty writers walking inside the ropes, and you know twenty five photographers, that's Tiger's element, right? He's used to it. The guy he's with is totally out of his element. So uh, yeah, I mean I've seen Tiger hit a guy in the neck at Bale that kept his drive from going out of bounds on the 18th hole and he knocked on the green, knocked in the putt to win the tournament. Uh, whereas he probably would have made six and lost the tournament. So there's advantages to it. And, uh, he's certainly used to it. He's dealt with it his whole life. Uh, so as distracting as it is to some for him, it's home. So, um, yeah, I got to think, you know, in, in his play today, as you say, I, it was steady. I mean, it's a tough test to walk right out uh, after what, five months off. And he had, an, he had an awful lot of good shots and, yeah, you know, a couple of loose ones here and there, a couple of sloppy bogeys, but all in all, I thought it was a pretty positive day. Well, Jeff, we appreciate you taking some time to join us, man. It's a it's 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 a different kind of era for sure, and uh, the, the the reality is we're not that far away from the end of the season. That, that's, <laughs> that's the crazy thing. Yeah, well, we got a sprint of like five events or something like that. It's it's kind of nuts. Then some more playoffs, yeah. Have you heard anything on? Uh, you think everything's a go for the PGA, San Francisco? Uh, I mean, everything's a go right now. I mean, it's just it's going to be really limited. I mean, I, they usually have more than a thousand people in that press room. They're talking about twenty five, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just kind of keeping the pledge. So it's just players and, and that bubble, so they can go out and compete. Um, so I hope we get it done. Uh, Adam Schupack, my old buddy had a good suggestion. Why don't we play Kiowa this year and go back to San Fran next year? Might be a little more, uh, mm. one might be more ready than the other, but, um, yeah, right now it's a go and it's going to be honest really quick. Yeah. Well, and the P and the PGA tour just came out this week and said, no more, no more fans the rest yeah. of the year. Year or season? No more fans. Season. Yeah. Season. But you know, I know that the U S open is still talking about trying to get some fans or I don't know if it's members at Wingfoot or how, we, how they do it, but, they're still looking and, and you know, that's, that's in September. That's not too far away either. So it's just interesting. I mean, I think we're lucky each time we see an event, you know, go off on Thursday and be, they'd be able to pull it off on Sunday without losing too many players or caddies and, those inside the bubble, so uh, you know the product we're seeing is really good. Yeah, I just I'm just hoping whatever happens that come November, whether we're all wearing green masters masks or not, uh, <laughs> that we got we got roars and amen corner. That's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. We're gonna have green hazmat suits walking up the hill at 18. <laughs> I love it. People would buy them, right? As long as the masters yeah. logos on it. Yes, they would. <laughs> They'd be going hot on eBay on Monday. You're right. <laughs> 
That's great. Hey, Jeff, thanks again, man. We really appreciate it. Always good to visit with you, and uh, we'll talk soon. You got it, guys. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you do as well. Jeff Babineau joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. We'll take a short break. Show continues next. Love what you've been seeing from Quater by Travis Matthew? Then you'll love the new additions to their golf footwear line, the Ringer and the Wild Card. Whether you're looking to just show up and swing or if you're looking for something that'll make you look like you know what you're doing, even if your game says otherwise, Quater's new premium performance golf shoes have something for everyone. First-time customers will receive 15% off their purchase when they visit Quater.com. That's 15% off your first Quater purchase when you visit www.Quater.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway golf balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey. It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts. Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, vernier hyperacuity. What? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does, which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flash Face SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick drivers at CallawayGolf.com. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. 
All right, welcome back. Thanks to Jeff Babineau for joining us here. Really good discussion, and appreciate you being with us here on Real Golf Radio. A reminder, you can catch us on Twitter, at Real Golf, and uh, Instagram, Facebook, at Real Golf Radio. Join the conversation. Give us a follow, and we'd love to hear from you. Tell us what you think, and if you missed any part of the show, we post all the segments and the show in its entirety there for your easy consumption as well as available on any podcaster sites that you may uh, choose to frequent. By the way, this segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf and their Maverick driver, which uh, they created as their most as their fastest, most forgiving driver possible using artificial intelligence. So whether it's the Maverick Low Spin Maverick Sub Zero or Ultra Forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball speed generating gel brake technology. New distances out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. You can check it at your local pro shop, favorite outlet, or at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, we appreciate Callaway and their support of Real Golf Radio and uh, their support of the game of golf. All right, uh, we've we had a, an interesting discussion. I guess mm-hmm. just kind of continuing on with that, Bob, when you when you talk about the the level playing field, are you, are you gonna? Can, can you think we can safely say this? This fanless scenario is the most level playing field the PGA Tour can offer. And, and I would say it's going to be interesting to watch the NBA as well. When you start considering that if you have to face LeBron James and the Lakers, you're not doing it at Staples Center, right? No. You're not doing it in front of a biased home crowd. Football might be the most fan biased because you're out there trying to call an audible or you're trying to get the play called and the fans can actually influence and run interference with the noise from that actually happening and cause penalties and what have you. So, so you, it, it, this would translate in other sports as well, but in particular in golf, which is an individual sport, I just have to think this is a super level field giving more of an opportunity to non-star players to go out there and perform at their best. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a different feel for everybody. It's a more normal feel for a lot of guys. And because of that, it just really makes things much, much easier on, on the newer players or, or let's say the, um, you know, the, the guys that are, they're playing every week and trying to keep their card and, and less so the top of the heap, you know, the guys that are the top 20 or 30 players in the world. Yeah. And you can't, you know, Tiger coming out and saying he's not, you know, and I hope I'm not taking that out of context. It's exactly how I heard him say it was that he doesn't necessarily gain any more energy from the crowd and he doesn't have any less energy because of a lack of a crowd. I think his, his, his context was, that he's not going to say, oh, yeah, I, you know, I struggled out there today because I just didn't have the crowd to feed off the energy. That, that, that from a high-level athlete would suggest that somehow he needs an outside force to be mm-hmm. able to be his best. So, okay, look, Tiger probably falls in that narcissistic category with, like, most high-performing individuals. And so it's it's on him. It's... It's not out. Nothing can affect outside of his control, his performance, because that would be then taking something away from himself. So, and again, I mean this in the highest respect, but I think that's probably the context it came from, but I'm not buying it. He, you know, I think it's well documented from our last discussion with Babs that 
when you look at the scenarios, that it is a distinct advantage for Tiger out there with the amount of people following and cheering and rooting him on, and of course not doing the same for the other guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I I can remember, I can remember many many times, um, my mom would say to me that she didn't like it when my dad was playing um, in front of or behind Arnold Palmer because it, there was constantly always people moving and disrupting everything that's going on. Well, Tiger takes advantage and can take advantage of all that type of thing. Jack did it as well. Uh, the great players do because they're able to know that it makes other players feel less easy mm. um, on the golf course where it is totally their element. The great players, it was totally their element. Um, and so, you know, guys are backing off a lot. Guys are shooting higher scores when they're playing in the same groups, uh, all that kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, I think Tiger uh, totally understands his situation, and uh, this is this is kind of new for him. Let's talk about the golf course, uh, the difference. You know, I, I had made the comment, and, and you, I think, made a valid point uh, last week that look, given, given the chance for these guys to play this golf course two weeks in a row and practice and go around it, mm-hmm. you might see some special stuff out there. Um, but you were quick to point out that the golf course will play very, very differently. And that's what we're seeing, right? A much softer, more forgiving type, uh, Muirfield village last week, as opposed to a firmer, faster, um, harder to hold the greens, quicker putts that can get away from you, fairways right. that'll carry the, you know, that'll run out to, to the rough things like that. So a really different approach. And it's what we've talked to the caddy about all, all over the years. You, you want to make the golf course harder. You don't lengthen it. You firm it up. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get it firmer. You gotta get the, the greens faster. Um, Jack came on early in the week and said that the greens this week will be two feet faster, mm. uh, on the stint meter, which, which is a big, a big difference with those greens and those greens have a lot of uh, have undulation in them. Um, so anything uphill is going to be, uh, is going to be pretty standard or slow. Anything downhill is going to be lightning. And so a lot of guys are, a lot of guys are seeing that last week, the greens were, were much slower, perfect weather. They didn't have to deal with anything as far as wind or anything like, like we've seen, but, uh, to, to point it out, after the first round last week, the total um, scoring average from last week was 72.1. Mm. After the first round this week, the total scoring average was 73.9, almost two strokes higher wow. on average. That's a, big, that's a big jump. That's a big deal. And so um, we're going to continue to see that, especially on the weekend, as, as things start to get tougher as you go along in an event like you would see in a major. Yeah, interesting. And uh, what we've seen out of Tiger so far is kind of what you would expect. I think his swing still looks very smooth and under control. A little bit of rust, making some sloppy bogeys, as you pointed out. But outside of that, uh, you know, in in that first round, Tiger looked pretty solid and not as good as Tony Finau. Uh, Tony coming out with with a big one and, um, makes you wonder if old Sam's going to have to rewrite a song for when will Tony Fino win again? We'll see if Sam Harrop's <laughs> going to finally have one here for the Memorial or if he's going to add a third verse to the, when will Tony Fino win again yeah. song. So Bryson DeChambeau took off last week. He won the week before in Detroit in the first round. 
he released the Kraken on the first hole. Did you see that? 423 yards on the first hole he hit his drive. Yeah, it's... 423 yards. Maybe if I liked him better, I would be more excited about that. I mean, we had Keith <laughs> on last week, and he sold me on why I should like Bryson, yada, yada. But yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I, I guess put me in that category of people that don't want the game to have to change, you know? Um, so if all of a sudden we're going to have big old brutes out there swinging, you know, as hard as they can and hitting it 450, 500 yards down the fairway, you know, so all of a sudden drastic changes are going to have to take place in order to preserve the game of golf. I, I guess I don't like that. So I don't, I don't, I don't think the draft, I don't think the changes are going to be, I think there's little things they can do to make some changes to, um, to keep things under control. And yeah. like Keith Clearwater said last last week, um, I, I think it's going to be that they're going to not roll the ball back, but create the ball, make the ball more spinny. Spinny it is then. Yep. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to be. Yeah. So um, with that said, uh, we'll, we'll see how the, the tournament continues to play out uh, this weekend. And, uh, you know, Colin Morikawa, uh, I can't give him enough credit. Uh, super performance last week, battling, uh, get off to a huge hot start, and then battle back in the end to overtake a three-shot lead with three to play. That, that's got to sting. I mean, J- JT wasn't real happy about that. He, as he said, you can't give that up. And, and then for him to battle back and, and forth in that, in that playoff was, was super admirable. So a lot of credit uh, to Colin Morikawa. Excited to see what he can do as he continues to, to play some, some solid golf. And you know what the crazy thing is? We've only got basically five more events until we hit mm. the playoffs. So this this uh, this schedule is getting away from us quick. Guys, got to make hay while they got while they got the chance, huh? They got to they got to make it as and as much and as fast as they can. All right, uh, we got to take a short break. We'll wrap up hour number one next. Thanks for joining us, Brian and Bob, with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus it's one of those moments you'll always remember you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Segment brought to you in part by Hoops Vision. Uh, be sure to get to hoopsvision.com, schedule a free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio and you can save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. And, uh, you know, people, these are, these are two of the best surgeons in the entire country, and people come mm-hmm. from all over the country to get their eyes done by the legends at Hoops Vision, HoopsVision.com. And we're saving you $1,000, just mention Real Golf Radio. All right, Bob, time for the Hoops Vision. See what you've been missing. How about all this time that we're watching Tiger Woods chase 83, a record 83 wins on the PGA Tour? He's quietly sneaking up on 200 top 10 finishes for his career. He's got 199, Phil Mickelson, four back with 195. And again, Phil's had a longer career than what Tigers had. Jim Furyk, 188. VJ Singh, 185. Davis Love the third, 180 top 10s. This is since 1980, according to PGA Tour stats of uh, amounts of top 10s on the PGA Tour. So a top 10 this week, that's quite a milestone, although Tiger would probably shake his head and say, eh, uh, if you're not winning, what does it matter? It's all about the W. The crazy thing is, is of those 199 top tens, 82 of them are Ws. That's crazy. That's right. That's right. That's really, um, it's really astonishing to to see what he's been able to do. Um, you know, we're we're looking at stats also. Um, the youngest player to shoot his age on the PGA Tour is the guy that Tiger's tied with at 82 wins, mm. Sam Snead, at age six. Age 67 in 1979, he shot um, 67 in the second round of the Quad City Open, and two days later in the final round, he shot 66. Really? Yeah. So he shot 67, then 66, as a mm-hmm. 67-year-old. So the oldest with a top 10 tournament finish, again, Sam Snead. And he was 63 years old when that wow. happened. And the oldest to make a cut in a major was also Sam Snead. So I don't know if I see Tiger chasing down some of Sam's longevity records, <laughs> maybe, but uh, I do think that we'll see him 
catch him on that number 83, and it could be very, very soon. That'll do it. Hour number two, the back nine, coming up next. Stay tuned to Real Golf Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The three white men charged for the murder of a black man who was jogging through their neighborhood in Georgia earlier this year have just pleaded not guilty. Gregory and Travis McMichael, along with William Bryan, all entering their pleas virtually in a Georgia courtroom. The 25-year-old victim, Ahmed Arbery, died on February 23rd in the town of Brunswick as his family says he was simply out for a jog. The McMichaels, who are father and son, chased Arbery, claiming they suspected he was burglarizing neighborhood homes. New trouble for the Washington Redskins just days after announcing it's changing its controversial Redskins name. The Washington Post reports several women say that they were sexually and verbally harassed while working for the team for years. So far, team owner Dan Snyder has not made public remarks about the report. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I like the product very much. I wake up in the morning, I'm wide awake, and I'm raring to go. I'm almost 76, and I'm working two different property management companies six days a week, and I was really, really dragging. I mean, I could barely get myself to work. And it all culminated when I started taking Balance of Nature. It didn't happen right away. I had to take it for a little while. And all of a sudden, I just made a mental note, hey, I'm feeling better. And I am, so I really like this product. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. The U.S. reporting a record of over 77,000 new coronavirus cases as of yesterday's update, the sharpest one-day jump so far. The nation also counted 969 more deaths from the infection, and that brought the total to over 138,000 since the pandemic began. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp's announced that he and Attorney General Chris Carr have filed a lawsuit against Atlanta's mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, and the city council for imposing a mask order. The governor spoke about it a short time ago. Mayor Bottoms' mask mandate cannot be enforced, but her decision to shutter businesses and undermine economic growth is devastating. Housing starts in the U.S. reported this morning for June coming in higher than analysts expected. In morning trading, Wall Street stocks have been slightly higher. The S&P 500 closing in on a third straight winning week. And this is USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. 
The man known as the quiet warrior of the civil rights movement in America has died. The Reverend C.T. Vivian was a close friend of Martin Luther King Jr. His family says he passed away this morning at 95. Vivian helped organize protests for black voting rights in the 1960s and helped found numerous civil rights organizations. He was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President Barack Obama in 2013. Loyal White House advisor Kellyanne Conway says she does think President Trump should consider resuming regular briefings on the coronavirus. The president stopped hosting daily briefings of his coronavirus task force several weeks ago. I just think the, pre- the people want to hear from the president of the United States. doesn't have to be daily. doesn't have to be for two hours. But in my view, it has to be. And three teenagers in Maine are now hooked on fishing, they say, after catching a 700-pound tuna earlier this month. The three say they were in a seven-hour battle to get the massive fish to the surface, and they say the fish dragged them in their boat for over 10 miles. And then they couldn't get it into the boat, so they ended up having to find a larger vessel that towed it into shore. They ended up selling that over nine-foot fish to a local fish company for just over $2,000. Remember, you can find us online anytime at usaradio.com. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, and again, happy birthday, Bob. This week, 60 years young, and we thank you for joining us. Twitter handles at Real Golf. Get us a, give us a follow. Love to hear from you. Uh, you can also hit us up on the other social sites, uh, Instagram, Facebook, at Real Golf Radio. And then download us on any of your favorite podcaster sites and catch the show if you missed any part of this live edition. So we appreciate um, Jeff Babineau for joining us in hour number one. Still to come here on the back nine, hour number two, America's favorite caddy, plus uh, our good friend Ryan Ballingy, golfnewsnet.com, as we continue the conversation. And uh, the subject on the table today is, is this fanless environment the most level playing field the PGA Tour has ever seen and may ever see in the future? We'll talk about that as we continue here. And uh, also, Bob, uh, i got to bring up uh, an interesting one. Phil Mickelson <laughs> with the 
pause putt. You know, I, I look at it and I say, okay, Phil had Franken calves. He had, he was hitting bombs and he was getting all that attention. And then Bryson kind of stole the show. Bryson's like, I see your bombs and I'm unleashing the Kraken. And Phil had to sit back and go, you know what? The gosh darn it, this scientist is stealing my thunder. I'm going to do, what can I, you know what? I got it. I'm going to pause my backstroke on my putting stroke, ground it, and then go ahead and continue on through it. That's going to be my new little hitch in the giddy up. I'll tell you what, he comes up with some good ones, like like playing with dual drivers in Atlanta and winning the golf tournament. Um, playing without a driver. That didn't go at, so well. At San Diego at Torrey Pines. Um, yeah, I mean, he comes up with a lot of a lot of interesting things, but this one by far is the craziest one I think I have ever seen. So he takes the putter back a foot, foot and a half, whatever pauses, touches the putter down on the ground and then goes forward from that point. Pure lunacy. in my opinion. <laughs> there you go. Casper not giving his stamp of approval on the pause putt. So I, I guarantee you that this weekend, all over clubs everywhere, we're going to see guys out on the putting green, pause putting, will. like Phil Mickelson. But hey, you know what? <laughs> Gosh darn it, in Phil's world, Bryson ain't going to out Bryson nobody here in Phil's nope. world. Here we go, man. Nope. Uh, we're we're going to get creative. We're going to find different ways to do it, and we're going to steal that spotlight for crazy golf stuff going on. But wait, we'll get to all that and more. I'll give you a preview of the weekend here on Memorial as well. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. How did Callaway create their most advanced tour ball ever? They took Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball, and started from scratch, re-engineering every aspect of Chrome Soft from cover to core to make their best-performing tour ball even better. Callaway invested significantly in their U.S.-based golf ball facility in Chicopee, Massachusetts, in order to achieve the next level of innovation. There, they built the new Chrome Soft with a larger dual soft fast core, a new high-speed mantle system, and a thinner urethane cover to deliver a an unmatched combination of speed, consistency, spin, and control for complete performance. And now the new 2020 Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X are both available with alignment-enhancing triple-track technology, so you'll have that performance lined up from tee to green. This ball changes everything. Get your new Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X golf balls today at CallawayGolf.com. When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters. Three distinct alignment lines are now centered on every triple track putter head. It's shocking how much easier it is to get it lined up. You know, it's the same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. It's that reliable and that accurate. And once you're lined up correctly, you can focus on making a great stroke with the Stroke Lab shaft. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com odyssey the number one putter in golf you might remember our supercomputer that number crunching golf junkie that harnessed its ai brilliance to create flash fakes a technology that unlocked performance never before seen in a driver well after our supercomputer nailed the whole making a driver go farther thing we gave it a new challenge to design faces for the number one irons of golf So our Maverick engineers meticulously programmed our supercomputer. It was churning and machine learning until... Beum! 
Maverick Irons. A breakthrough in iron construction with uniquely designed faces throughout every set. Highly optimized performance for every type of player. We're talking explosive distance, incredible ball speed, and pin-seeking control. As for the supercomputer, it's training for its next assignment. Maverick from Callaway, the number one irons in golf. In golf, we love the way technology helps us better enjoy the game. The same goes for our other pursuits. If fly fishing is one of those, let me introduce you to the River Quiver. Fly fishing is about the journey, moving from spot to spot until you land that fish you've been looking for all day. Well, what do you do with your rod? Break it down, hang it out the back window? You're not going to let it roll around in the back of your truck. Just slide it in your River Quiver, fully assembled and ready to fish. This premium rooftop fly rod holder is designed to protect your rod and give you more time on the water to catch more fish. Locked, loaded. Ready to fish. Find your river quiver at riversmith.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This segment brought to you by Hotel Park City, an autograph collection property. And I'll tell you what, they are open and you probably need a little break and you want to get up where you can do some social distancing, get some fresh air. Why not come to the Hotel Park City, just 30 minutes from Salt Lake International Airport, and uh, they have a Roos Chris Steakhouse right on property. It's open. The pool's open. The spa's open. It's a great place. They have private cabins that you can rent and these little cottages you can stay in these suites that they have their own private hot tub a couple of fireplaces it's a fantastic property and here's the deal for you for our real golf radio listeners you'll receive a 50 dollars resort credit with your reservation that's uh, available uh during the 2020 summer and fall season select dates apply you just need to call 435-940-540 5077. That's 435 940 5077 for reservations at the Hotel Park City. All right, we thank you for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hour number two, Caddy joins us in a couple of minutes. We'll also welcome Ryan Ballingy from golfnewsnet.com. But, Bob, you, you brought something up there as we we're in, in the middle of that uh, open talking about Phil Mickelson's putting stroke. And yep. I just keep thinking about. When this concept was brought up to the guys in the circus about Dumbo, and they sat around and they said, I've seen a horse fly, but I've never seen an elephant fly. I just keep thinking about this. I've seen Phil do a lot of things. I've seen a two-driver strategy. We've seen a no-driver strategy. We've seen claw grips. We've seen side saddle. We've seen all kinds of different things out there, you know, the, yep. you know to the long putters, the short putters. But really, a pause putting stroke. It's kind of crazy. That one's as a mystery to me. As I said before, it's ludicrous. I, I, whether whether it's a practice routine, something that helps you, whatever, I still think you lose your momentum, and you know with the with the putter swinging, I, I just think it, it, he actually pauses and stops and puts the putter on the ground behind the ball and then strokes forward. I don't know. Is it kind of like how Henrik Stenson starts his backswing? Just that little hitch, you know, a little hitch pause, and it's then he goes? Hitch. It's not a hitch pause. <laughs> I know he's doing it on purpose, but I'm just saying. It's, ugh, I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know how, I don't know why he does it. I don't know how he does it. 
um, I don't know how he even makes contact with the ball to hit it on the right line. Do you think it would be harder to pause your putting stroke or pause your backswing? Well, because we see that we see yeah. players pause. Hideki Mariyama paused his backswing. Yeah, yeah. Hideki's pause that was come to mind. I, I think pausing your backswing would be a little bit easier than pausing your putting stroke. Mm. All right, my opinion. Okay. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter, at RealGolf. You're going to try the pause putting stroke. I guarantee you, again, we're going to see it. Guys are going to be out on the putting green, pausing their putting stroke. Let's see what Phil's got going on. Let's see if it works. I, I will say this, though, Bob. Putting is it's a crazy thing. And there's times when I've just completely switched things up. Maybe we go a little more upright. Maybe we sit, sit back a little bit. Maybe we go left-hand low, and let's go more conventional grip. Sometimes you just have to do something to get you a little uncomfortable. It focuses you a little bit more and suddenly you're stroking the ball instead of thinking it's a it's maybe it's a little way to get over the mental hurdle i don't know i don't know yeah all right well the other uh, topic on the table we talked a lot about it in hour number one we'll talk more about it with uh, ryan balangy in hour two is right now without fans is this the most level playing field that the PGA Tour has ever seen because there's not a bias towards the stars. No, with, from from isn't. the gallery standpoint, and again, it's not a home game. Good for point. The stars. That's a great point. And yep. I think there that always tends to be an advantage. It's tough. We've seen it time and again. Um, we we mentioned the Ryder Cup. You know when you know Brookline in '99 when uh, Justin Leonard yep. rolled in that big putt. Everyone went berserk. How's how's Old to gather himself and try to make that? We talk about Jordan Spieth holing out at Travelers and all the, the craziness that ensued. How does Daniel Berger gather himself? So if that had happened, a similar scene on the first playoff all last week, you know, at, here at Muirfield Village, when Justin Thomas dropped the 50-foot bomb, does Colin Morikawa have the ability to gather himself and still roll that in and extend the playoff? And again, I, it doesn't matter because he did and he won. I'm not taking yeah. anything away from him. It's just it's interesting to maybe wonder if this benefits those with less star power. Although you might argue that Morikawa suddenly has burst into superstar status as he's yes he's out there doing what he's doing. Yeah, he's you know he's a phenomenal player. He's played twenty four events. He's missed one cut. Has two wins now. He is a phenomenal player, and I think his his game will continue to show that. But as Jordan Spieth and a lot of other people have said, because of no fans, they feel that it's probably easier to win for the everyday player now. Mm. that's an interesting it's probably a valid point i that's my that is my theory and again not to cheapen anyone's win but i do think that it becomes less of a hurdle yes to have to deal with the circus that is going back to my dumbo reference you like that that's a couple circus mm-hmm. references like and yeah that's pretty Bring good it back around but but if you talk about dealing with all that goes on on the big stage it's different on the corn Ferry tour it's different you know, certainly the Latin America tour, Canadian tour, mm-hmm. or whatever you happen to be yeah. playing. And college, it's different in college. You're playing in an environment now that resembles more of those than the big stage that is the PGA Tour. Interesting yep. stuff. All right, coming up next, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. We'll get his take on what he thinks he's uh, witnessing right now out there at Memorial. Always love to get his thoughts. He joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. 
Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. This segment is brought to you by Callaway, the new Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X golf ball. The new 2020 version is out. I had a chance to play with it this week. It is outstanding. I would highly recommend you give it a try. What To me, it just has the right feel off the putter, off the wedges, irons, and, of course, off the tee. goes plenty far. Love the new Chrome Soft X 2020 version. It's available now or at CallawayGolf.com. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. 
while we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio, and excited to welcome him back to the show. Caddy, how are you, my friend? I'm bigger than Bryson DeChambeau, but I can't fly at 360, which is a little upsetting. (laughs) Yeah, I like the fact that he's uh, getting some positive attention for gaining weight. That makes me feel better, but you're right. I can't hit it that far either. We're trying to come up with some new names for Bryson, and my favorite one so far is Bison. Bison, Bison, Bryson. He looks like a he looks like a human buffalo right now, doesn't he? I mean, come on. And you mean that in the uh, most highest regard? I mean, I mean Bob Casper's dad, Billy. He was the Buffalo Bill, right? So yeah, he was. He was. He. I know he was into the exotic exotic uh, dining at times, right? Uh, no doubt about it. I heard all the yeah. stories. So. Yeah, he was allergic to he was allergic to uh, to beef, just eating it all the time. And he's a steak and potatoes guy. So we uh, we grew up eating a lot of different types of protein. Absolutely, and, and, and uh, buffalo yeah. was one of them. And by oh, that is I, the best steak. Believe it or not, the best steak oh. I've ever had was a bison. A buffalo bison steak up in Alberta, Canada, near Jasper. Best wow. one I've ever had. Yep. There you go. Yeah, right, there you have it. All right, but so anyway, bison. What what other nicknames? Well, speaking of beef, how about the drive on? I know it was downwind. <laughs> I know it's downhill. It's not just the fact that he hit it four twenty one or whatever it was, but he had a five yard window by my mapping here. To put that ball in to actually keep it in the fairway. That's just insanity. I mean, and the best part of that was watching the telecast when when uh, Mr. Nicholas is on and they're, they're saying, Jack, that's where Bryson is hitting his second shot from. And, and, and Jack immediately goes, USGA. <laughs> <laughs> we have a I mean, it was, I'm like, yeah, there's, there's something wrong. But. Being as we're Utah-centric in this world, we do need to bring up my contention that my money's on Tony Finau. If we're going toe-to-toe, who can drive it longer and straighter on the tour? I mean, Bryson's ridiculous, but I, 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 I'm looking at Tony. Come on, Tony. I know, I know you got more than that in there. Well, Tony said this week he that, that he was inspired by Bryson to swing harder. Oh, that's scary. And this last week here in Utah, he was out playing golf with his instructor, Boyd Summerhays. He put the track man down and he was trying to get it over 200. He hit it 206 in ball speed with a 383 carry. 383 carry. Yep. Yeah, but that's only like 350 at sea level. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, here's the thing, Caddy, is you watch him, and he's not swinging that way at Memorial, you know, and he goes off to the first-round lead, you know, with the more, uh, you know, controlled, shortened backswing. But even when he was going after it, he was only really going to parallel. It's not like he was John Daly swinging it, hitting his shoelace on the way back. I mean, it's he, he even has more than 206 if he wanted to dial that up. I 
I think he just may. It's it's more of a question of uh, at some point in time you just completely lose control. Um, and and Bryce, that's the amazing thing that Bryson's figured out is he has like an A a B and a C a C speed with that driver. You can clearly see that. He's got three different speeds at least, and um, his top speed still pretty darn accurate. Mm. It is um, very accurate. And I think Tony I, feet. but I think. <clears throat> Go ahead. I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict that Tony Finau will rediscover his inner bomber and and bring it into play here and there, which he ha- I don't think he's been doing it, and I think he'll. I think he will bring it into play, and it may launch him from being highly world ranked to being one of the top players in the game because. I, he might he might knock a half a shot quarter. I mean, could you imagine if he knocks a quarter shot off his stroke average every oh. round? Yep. I think he could do that. I think he could do that by being smart about this. And I'm just assuming that he can launch it pretty straight with a 190 ball speed. I, Forget the 206. All right. But, let, let me let me just interject here for a second. So. Tony, who had the wild long swing as a kid growing up, and he was sort of, uh, when, he, when he started getting exemptions on tour, he was almost a sideshow, like, hey, come look at this kid and look how far he can hit it, right? And he was driving, yep. you know, par fours and things like that. And then in order, and then he goes on a quest to become one of the best players in the world, and he feels like he needs to have more control to be able to be more consistent. And now you're suggesting that he could actually, now that he's, Got gain consistency, he can start to lay that thing back out again, extend it back out, and Let you're saying go. he's going to be better? Because he's still not, it's not that he's lacking distance. I mean, even at his dialed down governor swing, he's got a governor on that driver, if you will. Even with the governor, he's still one of the longest on tour. I just think that he picks a spot where he does reach back, just like that's what Bryson's done. Bryson's yeah. not going full throttle on every driver. He's just not. You can clearly see that. So I think there are spots that Tony could pick, like number 18, which he did in the first round. He took it over the 350 bunker. That's crazy. I mean, come on. I know it was downwind, but still. Um, I think he can pick his spots and, and crank it up. I'm just assuming he can do this successfully. I don't know. Maybe if he tries to do that, he loses his swing. Clearly, Bryson has figured out how to do that without losing his swing, which is pretty amazing. Um, but I, I, I would bet, Tony, I mean, the guy's a phenomenal athlete. I think he could do it, and I think he could find some spots to bring it into play and maybe knock that quarter shot off his stroke average. And mm. when you're at that level, if you do that, it's forget about it. I mean, well, you're... That's I will crazy. say, to your point, Caddy, Tony Finau currently sits 26th on the PGA Tour in driving distance at 305.9. Now, he would like to tell you, and I've heard it before from him, that... He's chipping it out there. Well, not only that, but some of the holes they choose to measure are not holes he chooses to let go. You know what I mean? So, uh, anyway, he sits there at 306, basically, at 26th, and Bryson is leading the way at 323. Two ahead mm-hmm. of Cameron Champ. Yeah. Yeah. I think Cameron Champ 
uh, what's scary about Cameron Champ is that he hits down on the ball and hits it that far. That's crazy. I now whether that's a whole other technical change for him to do something. I'm I'm assuming I don't know enough about the physics of launches at speeds and all that, but I'm assuming that he's probably he's probably got another ten or twenty in there if he if he hit it on the upswing and launched it higher. Because he's a low cutter. The other interesting yep. thing is he Bryce squeeze cut. Yep, to yeah. keep the ball in the yep. fairway. Bryce and DeChambeau yep. two years ago, um, or let's see, where am I at here? Uh, last year was thirty fourth in driving distance at three hundred two point five. Tony was number nine. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, am I am I getting that right? Yeah, Tony was number nine at three hundred nine point five. If you go back a year previously to 2018, Tony was at 315. And so he, he's been going backwards. He's gone 315, 309, 302. You can see he's kind of going the other way, trying to get more control. Mm-hmm. Bryson, but I can see, you know, maybe Bryson, when he's down there in the 40-somethings, he feels like he needs to get some more distance. Tony's consistently been inside the top 10. You know, I don't, I, I don't know. But, Bob, I think the more impressive thing is we saw him up at Victory Ranch uh, drop a little 59 yeah, up there. Yeah, 59 last week. With a bogey. And he yeah. leads after the first round. Yep. Well, t- typically, when a tour pro drops a 59, there's a W coming up on tour shortly thereafter. That's all I'm going to say. It's very, it, there's a pretty good correlation to when you're playing that kind of golf, you're probably going to pop one on the tour. So, Mickelson shot 58 or something like that at Plantation and mm-hmm. Palm Springs the, the week or two before he won the Masters one time. So it, there's there's a lot. You see a lot of that. Um, but look, Tony may be doing, he may be playing exactly the way I'm describing. I don't know. He, he may be picking those spots and taking a launch at one, and I don't even know about it. So he may be maxing out. But if he's not, I think he's going to think about it, and I think he will look at spots saying, okay, I got 60 yards from here to there that I can hit it in on this particular hole. And who cares if I'm in the rough, let's just go. <laughs> Why not? And that's what Bryson's doing. He's, he's yep. Bryson's looking at those areas and saying, okay, I've got, you know, I've got a spread here that I know I can hit it in most of the time. So I'm going to put my bomber swing on it, my Kraken, so to speak. <laughs> and, uh, and then he's got another tee shot where he says, well, no, I just got to hit. Do you know what he's doing? He, Bob, here's what's insane. Do you know what he's doing on number five? Number five. You ready? That's the one the with the water part. in front, isn't it? Yeah, it's the it's the kind of weird dog yeah. leg, semi blind. I mean, it's a real. What do you do, right? It's a weird hole. Right. He's hitting a four iron off the tee, and a five iron in for his second shot. What? Yes. Four iron. Five iron on that par five. That's not right. You you know about Mickelson's line last week at workday on that hole, right? Do you know what he did? What did he do? He had 115 to the hole on his second shot on number five. Hmm. He took it way over the out of bounds and the trees way right. And, and that angle... I mean, you're really risking it. Bubba tried that twice and hit them both out of bounds the first round and made a nine. But Phil <laughs> took it over there and ended up in the rough. And he, and he, and he, I, I heard this because somebody heard him talking to Furek during the rain delay going, 
hey, guess what I had in the five? 115. And Kirk's Kirk's like, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. And then he said, well, if he hits it left in the water, he takes a drop and he's got a wedge in and a birdie putt. So why not? (laughs) Okay, so speaking of Phil, speaking of Phil, have you you seen his punting stroke this week? Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean. Now, I heard today from another caddy that their player does this as a drill, and apparently this is a putting drill I've never seen before. But it's, it's a drill to do that. You take it back, round the club, and then follow through. You see, you literally stop or mostly stop your pause. motion. Yeah. Yeah, pause. And so that's um, – Isn't I've that a box? that drill – I heard it's a great – yeah, yeah, exactly. Do people start walking by mistake on yeah. the green when they think, oh, yeah. you know, early walk them, right? Early walk them. Then he pulls away and he gives you the look. He gives you the VJ look like, what are you doing? Come on. How about a little respect here? But um, you know what the VJ look is, right? I've seen it. It's the caddy. When when VJ hits a putt and he either hits a bad putt or it's a misread, he like – Quickly glances at his caddy and then glances back real quick. But it's like the, it's like I'm shooting you with my laser eyes because you misread it or something. I call it the VJ look at Bob. Yeah, <laughs> there's a few guys uh, who have perfected that. Who have perfected the quick glance over there that says like eight thousand things that you didn't want to hear. So, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, no, that that was wild. And yeah, he he brings it out in the tournament like no big deal. Okay, I'll just do the. Putt. Hey, Dude, this is what, what I said, we... Caddy. I just said, I said Phil Mickelson first went out and hit bombs, had the Frank had the Frank and calves, and then Bryson comes out and outdoes him with his bombs and his you know science. And I think Kraken. Phil's back there going, yeah, the Kraken, the Kraken, and the Kraken. And, and, yeah. and Phil's out there going, Bryson's not going to out Bryson. Bryson's not out filling me, and I'm Philly Mick, man. I'm the master. I'm coming up with something different, and here he is, pausing in his putting stroke. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm calling it the Balkan. Not the Kraken, it's the Balkan. The Balkan. <laughs> yeah. The Balkan. Take that one, Bryson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Phil so. and Bryson, I sent, I, sent the, I sent Bryson a meme when they were together at Paris and for the Ryder Cup. There was this funny little meme of these two real, real nerdy-looking guys, and I can't even remember what it was, but they were doing something so nerdy. And I sent it to Bryson saying, here's you and Phil at the Ryder Cup, finally in heaven together on the golf course, wearing the hypotenuse, trying to, trying to out, out math each other. You know? Oh. He, got, he got a kick out of that one. That was pretty funny. That's classic. Yeah. Well, Caddy, oh, we're, we're, we're out of time. We'd love to keep going. But, and we didn't even ask you about our topic of the day, but uh, we'll have to get to that next well, week. But. We went down a wormhole, didn't we? Yeah, it was okay, though. It was good. No, it was a good one, though. I like it. All right, good stuff. All righty. Thanks, Caddy. Thanks, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Show continues next. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
When I'm not on the golf course, you'll probably find me in a river. Sometimes I only have a short time to fish. Sometimes I'm out all day going from spot to spot. Either way, I always wrestle with transporting my fly rod. Well, I found the perfect solution. The River Quiver by Riversmith. Handcrafted and designed in Boulder, Colorado by fishermen for fishermen. This premium rooftop fly rod holder transports your fully assembled, fully rigged fly rod safely and securely so you're ready to fish. And it looks sick on the roof rack. Locked, loaded, ready to fish. Get your River Quiver at Riversmith.com. At Callaway, we spent years obsessing over how to deliver golfers a better tour ball. New materials were discovered. Recipes were fine-tuned. Then, finally, all the blood, sweat, and late nights in the lab produced Chrome Soft, the ball that changed the ball. Soon, Callaway was the fastest-growing major golf ball brand in the game. You'd think after such a feat, we sat back and cracked a cold one. No way. Come on, man. That wasn't enough. Instead, our engineers set out to achieve the next big thing, a complete reinvention. That's right. We blew it all up and doubled down big time, investing in our Massachusetts ball plant with state-of-the-art machinery and expanding our team of progressive-thinking engineers, all in pursuit of a revolution in golf ball innovation. So, here we are, a new Chrome Soft with game-changing distance, incredible feel, and exceptional control. Our highest quality and most consistent tour ball imaginable. The new ChromeSoft 2020. This ball changes everything. You don't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. Yet that seems to be how the golf industry builds their drivers. Not Callaway. Because Maverick thinking and an innovative approach to R&D have taken distance to a completely new level with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using advanced artificial intelligence, a powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created our fastest, most forgiving driver possible. Simply put, Callaway is doing things no one else is doing. Maverick has completely changed the way distance is made. That's what separates the kings of distance from everyone else. Whether it's Maverick, the low-spin Maverick Sub-Zero, or ultra-forgiving Maverick Max, artificial intelligence has optimized every Maverick driver. And of course, they all come with ball speed generating jailbreak technology. New distances out there, it takes a Maverick to find it. Explore the Maverick line of drivers today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Uh, pleased to be welcomed by our good friend from golfnewsnet.com, Ryan Ballinger, joining us right now. Hey, Ryan, how are you? Good, boys. How are you? Yeah, good to be with you. We're doing, we're doing good. It's. Man, here we are in July. <laughs> thought about, you know when we first talked to you uh, back in the you know when this first COVID thing hit. Kind of thought by now we would have been, you know, it would have been a thing of the past. Hey, remember when we went through that? But uh, boy, still continues on, huh? Yeah, I didn't. I don't think any of us really, at least any of us lay people, really had an idea of uh, what was coming our way. And now it's a story. Hopefully, we'll be able to tell our kids that uh, we all managed to go through something pretty wild together. <laughs> in hindsight, hopefully we'll be, one day it'll be in hindsight, <laughs> right? So it is interesting to see kind of the scenarios that this presents. The PGA Tour continues on, second week in a row in Ohio at Muirfield Village. Of course, the, the golf course is playing completely different this week for the Memorial than it did a week ago. But let, let's go back, before we talk about this week, let's go back a week ago. This has kind of been our topic of the day. 
with the lack of the fans being there, it does take out an element that we, we saw in the playoff that was definitely missing last week. And I can't help but think when JT rolled in that 50 footer, that how, how much of a reaction and a, a, a buzz would that have created within the gallery? Here's a guy that's won 12 times, you know, super popular guy in, in, in Justin Thomas. You know, how different would it have been for Morikawa to have to deal with that and everyone cheering and yelling for JT to be able to compose himself and roll the 24-footer on, on top of him to extend the playoff? Now, and I say this in, with all due respect to Morikawa. He is a player, and I don't want to cheapen his win any, by any means at all. I just, I'm curious. I, I just can't help but think what a difference that seems to make and has made over the years with star, um, I guess, bias with the fans out there on tour. Yeah, I don't think you're the only one that probably thought about that. I, I, I certainly thought about it. Um, I mean, it's a d- totally different situation get, as a fan to be able to watch JT make a 50 and a half foot putt and just hear him go, yeah, instead of hearing 10,000 fans <laughs> cheer for him. Go ballistic. And, and go nuts because that, I mean, that's the 72nd hole, you know, a playoff hole, yep. 73rd hole. So it would have been different. And I, I think Morikawa would have had a harder time composing himself and remembering what happened to JT's putt in regulation on the 72nd hole, that it goes back right, that you got to hang on the left edge um, and make the putt. And it probably would have been a different result. And <laughs> I guess that's something we'll have to take away from this, at least this one tournament. We really haven't had other situations like that yet, but at least for this one tournament, uh, the lack of fans meant something. And I, I think in general, the lack of fans means something to these guys because it's, it's easier to react the kind of appropriate way to bad results where you just follow the process. You trust in what you're doing. You don't get as much down on yourself because there's not some guy twigging down a beer, yelling at you, uh, heckling you for a poor shot or people who are getting you too high because you're making a run. Um, there's a little bit more level-headedness to what's going on out there, except for the one putt we saw from Justin Thomas. <laughs> Everything else has kind of been, you know, pretty, pretty even. Um, and, and so I think it makes it a little easier for the guys to score, too. So you get some guys who maybe wouldn't have held up as well under pressure throughout the entire Sunday, but they have because there's really no reason to not play well. There's no, there's no outside forces working against you. Yeah, and and as Brian said, it almost levels the playing field because you don't yeah. ha- have all that fan interaction. And a guy like uh, Morikawa, you know, just a year ago he was he was playing collegiate golf or just coming off mm-hmm. collegiate golf, and this is nothing new for him. Not having anybody out there watching him. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing intimidating about playing in front of crowds zero deep. Uh, yeah. There is something intimidating about playing in a crowd two, three, four, five, six seven deep and if this were a regular memorial tournament there'd be a crowd three four deep around the green and that would be something kind of jarring to somebody who hasn't dealt with that before like colin morikawa compared to justin thomas who's won a major and 11 other pga tour events and has been in pretty much every situation you can think of in terms of pressure so yeah i mean it it does help these young guys and think about victor hovland who's Mm. been great in the restart um, Cameron Champ's been good in the restart. Number of guys who, I mean, Bryson gets a little bit nervous here and then when he contends. Well, nothing to deal with there. Uh, just go with the science and bash the ball. So I, I think it does help everybody, but I think it helps the less experienced in those 
cauldron situations a little bit more. Yeah, you know, Ryan Ballinger joining us here. You know, you 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 see Matthew Wolf, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa. You see these young players that are in contention and and knocking you know knocking down the leaderboards every single week. And again, I I look at it and say, wow, we got a, we got our next exciting you know group of of young players coming up. I don't know that they've been, you know, and we talk about Morikawa being on the Ryder Cup team, which he absolutely would be if we were having a Ryder Cup this year. We're having, you know, the two wins already. But I'm not sure these guys have been fully tested in that kind of a cauldron that we would normally see in the Ryder Cup. And the Ryder Cup's a great example. We talked about this last hour that, yeah. you know, you, you go back to Hazeltine and Rory with the crazy putt and I can't hear you. And then for Patrick Reed to follow it up with the shush and the amount of energy that happened right there on that green, boy. You you know you can't you can't replicate that without fans, which to me is another right. just really compelling reason why that it definitely was the right decision to postpone it. Yeah, yeah. The Ryder Cup is just not going to be the same with nobody there. It's a country, it's a country club B team match basically, <laughs> um, and it would be one hell of a B team match, but <laughs> it would also not mean the same. And yeah. it's and pretty much every player has alluded to that that it just is not going to be the same without ten thousand people per hole and four matches at most on a golf course at one time. It's just different and different in a bad way in this case. So I think they made the right decision, at least in terms of the brand of the Ryder Cup and what it means to be on the Ryder Cup and compete in it and to attend it. All of those things they did the right thing. Thanks economically for the European Tour and somewhat for the PGA of America, of course, but. In the long haul, this is the better decision. Well, and you think about um, also those three guys that we were talking about, Matthew Wolf, Colin Morikawa, and Victor Hovland. Victor Hovland and Colin Morikawa, until, up until last week when Morikawa won, they both won events that were um, second-tier second events. or um, Yeah, opposite-field events. Yeah. Opposite-field events, where Matthew Wolf was the only one that won a regular tour event with a normal crowd. So um, they haven't been pushed hard with, with all the fans and everything that goes with it. Um, but, you know, Matthew Wolf is one that has won it with, with a, with a big group of people. Yeah. in dramatic fashion at that with Bryson yep. making an Eagle to make him make an Eagle to win and for the chip in to, to work out. I mean, obviously he hasn't won since but got close in Detroit uh, a couple weeks ago. So, mm-hmm. He seems kind of a hit or miss type guy, but I honestly, I, I think when I think about Morikawa and Hovland, I think about them as week to week guys who I expect to finish in the top 20. Mm, I mean, yeah. every time yeah. out because yeah. they're just that good. I think Wolf's a little bit more of a variable player. I think about him in the sense I think about DJ, just raw power and athleticism that at least one week a year is just going to be good enough to overpower everybody. So um, in the long haul, we'll see how those things bear out, but I, I think. For Wolf having the experience of being able to win with a big crowd, that's great moving forward. But I also think Morikawa takes something really huge from beating a guy that's a top five player in the world, Justin Thomas, in, in a playoff when he was three down with three to go, regardless of how many people were watching in person. Yep. Ryan Ballinger joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So it is a fun discussion. It's great to see these next players coming up, though, right? I mean, PJ Tour is in good shape. Uh, they're exciting. And, and I'll tell you, Morikawa, man, that yeah, he can play. Uh, he is he's steely. He's really good with his irons, yep. and, and, and it's exciting stuff. You got Bryson. You mentioned Bryson. I think that was his little brother that lost to, uh, to Wolf uh, last year because uh, <laughs> big brother Bryson, <laughs> who's 
out there bashing it this year. I, I, what, what's your take? I don't know if we've had you on since uh, since he he came back out with with this power move. But what's your take on Bryson? I mean, the mechanics are incredible. Uh, that I think that's something that goes underappreciated with all the the weight gain. Just he's swinging the golf club better. I mean, it's just a fulcrum that just gets the club right to square, and he's putting the ball in incredible places, not just distance-wise, but tight spots. Um, He's figured out a system that works on every golf course so far uh, on the PGA Tour, whether they're short, whether they're long, whether they're tight, whether they're wide open. Um, He's missing places intentionally because he's hitting it so far, and he thought about carry because he wouldn't be able to hit low bullets everywhere and and do this. And and so it's, it's pretty clever. Um, I think it's an acceleration of something we've been seeing for 15 years and he's taken it to a whole other level, maybe five years worth of time in a few months trying to do this. That said, I don't really like watching it. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I, I think it's a wonderful spectacle, but I would take what Morikawa, Hopland and Thomas were doing, um, which was long. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was long, but yeah. modern long, not like Bryson long. I would take that every day of the week over watching Bryson, what he did in Detroit. I just, there, there's something more of an appeal to me of having power and something else to go with it than what Bryson was doing, which is powerful than just taking bogey out of the equation and making it, making enough birdies to win. But what he did in Detroit, no doubt was incredible. It hasn't been done in the shot link era, which is basically 20 years to lead mm. the, the field and strokes gained off the tee and putting. Um, yeah. That's pretty incredible. Hey, Ryan, well, I think sorry, I, I, I think the thing that they're going to have to do um, is not what people are calling for rolling the ball back. I think they're going to have to make the ball a little bit more spinnier. So if if you're if you're off, you're really going to be off. Yeah, I think the spin argument's a good one. I think that's a reasonable one. I think what we've seen in the tournaments where it hasn't worked for him is on the shorter courses because he's got to think a little bit more. He's got to miss in certain spots if he's going to try this, or he's got to play back a little bit. I think there's something to be said for sub 7,000 yard golf courses that make you work your way around. You can't blast over everything and not have to be afraid. Um, if there's any argument for that, I, I think we've seen it the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, right. Thanks so much for taking some time to join us and you guys are, uh, you're healthy. Well, family's all good right now. Yeah. Just hanging in there, you know, months, 10,000 of quarantine and, uh, hopefully not too many more to go, but <laughs> We're hanging in there as best as possible, and hopefully everybody else is too. Yeah, at least we've got a little golf to watch on TV to to pacify our time for sure. And uh, exactly, of course, get out and play where you can. So, how's your game, by the way? In it any in, not, in it much? Not not bad. I mean, I've played a fair amount this year. Maybe not as much as, of course, I normally would, but hanging in there. I think I'm point uh, six right now, so I'm nice. uh, kind of about where I was last year. And whoa, um, it's not it's not bad. It could be better, but it's not bad. Point six is good. Brian, I'd have to give well, you a shot. Hey, I, I could use that. I don't play against guys that give me strokes. I would love he, to get a stroke. He would have stroke. to give me one, too. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think Ryan and I are right exactly on. I think I'm a point six right now as well. So we'll have to make that happen. When, once we get back to normal, we've got to get together and have a little Real Golf Radio open or something like that or, or invitation <laughs> oh, and uh, play I some golf. That'd I be can't fun. wait to dream for those kinds of days. Yeah, oh, right. It's going to be great whenever that happens. Yeah, good stuff. Well, thanks for your time, Ryan. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. 
All right, boys, thanks. There you go. Thanks, Ryan Ballinger, golfnewsnet.com. Check it out. Uh, Ryan does a great job. Tremendous insights. Uh, really appreciate him taking a few minutes. All right, we'll take a short break. Wrap up the show next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Tee it up at Uinta Golf and find your right fit. At Uinta Golf, they take customer service to a whole new level. Not only do they fit for clubs, they take pride in servicing customers throughout the entire store. They'll help you find the right shoes, bags, gloves, balls, apparel, and more. You'll find name brand equipment at guaranteed lowest prices every day. So buy it, try it. They know you'll like it because Uinta Golf helped you find the right equipment. Visit Uinta Golf and get custom fit today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, thanks so much for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. It's been a fun show. Appreciate the caddy for stopping by, Ryan Ballingy, Jeff Babineau. If uh, you missed any part of the show, please download it. 
any of your favorite podcaster sites. You can also follow us on Twitter at Real Golf, and it's posted there. It's on SoundCloud. It's everywhere you might want to be, and we appreciate you being with us each and every week talking golf right here on Real Golf Radio. Memorial this week. It's a back-to-back week at Muirfield Village for the PGA Tour. There's 15 past champions in the field, including, as we talked about, five-time winner Tiger Woods, who uh, is making his first start since February He's already down to 14 in the world, but he's looking for his 200th top 10 finish on tour and or a record 83rd win. So um, pretty impressive career for Tiger Woods. Good to see him back out playing again. Patrick Cantlay, the defending champ uh, out there this week. Tony Finau, as we mentioned, Bob, came off shooting a little 59 back home in his mm-hmm. week off. Also found 206 on the ball speed. That's so, crazy. Uh, Launch was- monitor. Yeah, so we'll see how he continues to play. But uh, always great to see Jack out there. Um, really great to to have an event and something to watch out there on the PGA Tour. So we wish everyone continued health. And, and I'm excited to see how tough it's going to get on the weekend. It's going to get tough. No question about it. All right, that'll do it for us. Again, a big happy birthday to my partner, Bob Casper, 60 this week. For Dave Glauser, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.